the people who say this city is purgatory. I hope they're right. It's a bleak thought to think that this place is the beginning or the end of anything. Because if heart is really all there is, there ain't a life before this one, or an eternity waiting on the other side. And it can all feel so hopeless, cruel. People dying by the hundreds, by the thousands. So many deaths each week, it's easier to think of them in terms of population instead of individuals. It's a much more common notion to think a heart as a crossroads. And all those people who die, they're just passing through on their way to whatever comes after this. For their sake. I hope there's something after this. everybody and welcome to heart the state within episode 16 my name is blake croft i will be your game master and your keeper for the evening and it is my pleasure to welcome my players katie hi i'm katie jacob hey i'm jacob lily hi i'm lily and alex it's alex if you ever make that hand motion ever again i will quit this show they don't know what you're talking about you That's made good. that up. Let the record show Alex made it up. <laughs> no, guys, please. Uh, uh, welcome welcome to episode 16. We are going to just get right into the swing of things today. I don't, I don't have any uh, announcements to give. So last time we left off, we were starting progress day, but things were sort of going a little bit awry as we learned about a delivery from Dot, who was working at the progress day event and for the workers there the instructions were at at whatever cost do not get in the way of this delivery so of course you all tried to get in the way of this delivery um as you were doing so atticus you distracted the guards and ted you took a peek under the curtain this large cage that was being rolled into the stadium and under that curtain was a very tall very large vulture. In response to that vulture, Teal seemed to have something going strange in her head. Something felt like it was pulling her, is how she described it. You led her over to the cage and let her look into the vulture's eye. And when she pulled away from the vulture, the color of her eyes, one white and one green, had flipped you saw that flip. It seemed like she was not all the way there, not all the way herself, and was nonverbal for the most part, responding to your questions. She walked over to 
one of the guards surrounding the cart pushed past Atticus, and as the guards tried to stop her from whatever she was doing, she reached out and snapped the guard's neck and then pulled the tarp down from the cage, revealing the vulture to everyone there. That is where we will pick up. Let's talk about where everybody is. Atticus and Ted, you're right next to this cart. Dot, you are you are outside, but you hear a commotion immediately inside. And Annie, you are in the audience. With this tarp being uh, unveiled, you are on the opposite side of the audience. I think you might be able to see this large tarp unveiled, and you see people pointing towards that entranceway, this sort of open alleyway that leads onto the stage. Jacob, you have a question. You're raising your hands up lightly. I am. Uh, sorry to interrupt. Can I roll for time? Would this be the time to roll for time? This would be the time to roll for your condemned. Con- All right. Two less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Ted's gone. He's this out of here. Get your roll in a new character, like- Jacob. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got three sessions left if you keep rolling like that. Last time I rolled a six. This one was a four total. Um, okay, yeah. Ted, it's it's getting worse day by day. Yeah, let's talk. That happens. Teal unveils this tarp. The guards draw their weapons. Atticus, you've already drawn a sword. What are you all doing? I think at that moment, I'm going to grab the two perfume bottles and okay. chuck them on the ground. Distraction and smoke bomb. Just both Get like at-, at your feet or at the... Audience, no, I'm, I'm going to throw them overhand and try to get... I'm trying to block the view of the creature as much as possible. And I'm just going to be like, run! <laughs> Everybody run! Okay, yeah. Um, that I think that'll be an act under pressure roll, is that's a far way to throw those. Okay, um, let's act under pressure then. Uh, Nine. Nine, okay, so a mixed success. So you do it, but hesitate, are delayed, or must deal with a complication. I think maybe this is a far throw, and I think it'll still cause a distraction. I think it'll still cause a smoke bomb. I think the complication here is it will not obscure the creature. That's all right. Maybe people will be horrified and run in the opposite direction. That's what we wanted anyway. Exactly. So yes, your complication is that the smoke bomb goes too far and goes off in the the middle of a couple of the stands on the opposite side of the crowd. You scream a run. The band stops playing in the middle of the stage, and people frantically scurry, like getting up from their seats, not sure what to do, looking around for what's going on. Let's go back to to what is going on. Uh, Atticus and Ted, how are you reacting to this? It's either martial arts expert or field agent, but one of those violent advantages gave me like the chokehold thing okay i would like to do that to teal and just trap her in place before like i assume the guards have seen that she is the threat no yeah i think they saw her snap that man's neck okay yeah so i want to just like put her in the choke and just like hold her so she can't do anything else okay so go ahead and roll that for me okay (laughs) could have used this on the time that's a 10 Okay, great. So you get three edges, so you can use them to take cover, chokehold, disarm, or use an improvised weapon. So, Ted, you jump into this situation, and you restrain Teal and, and pull her back in a chokehold. 
you see that as the tarp has been removed from this creature's cage, first of all, you see it in all of its horror, and you see part of the reason why Teal hasn't been immediately you know, attacked by the guards is they are all looking up at this terrified. This is, this is by all definitions, a monster. And now exposed to the light of day, this vulture in the cage begins to get uneasy. And you see these large talons sinking deeper into the metal beneath it as it squirms around and its head rears in all directions. Not trying to break free yet, but like getting into a more readied stance. Atticus, are you doing anything? I guess I'm going to try and grab the tarp, maybe try and throw it back over. Okay. It is pretty tall. Like, it's it's like a... Okay. Because this creature is, like, maybe 12, 12 feet tall, 15. I throw it up top. You throw the tarp over this this cage, and, and, you, and you cover it up once again. You see, coming out from the side, though, you see this door to the other part of the audience open where you had seen Rex Walker and your father go into before. You see that open and you see the two of them stroll out. Uh, can I actually use my improm- improviser feature advantage? Okay. Um, that's another 11. Yeah. So then what does that say? So I can hide from a pursuer or set a trap that gives you a surprise advantage. And I would like to do both of those. I would like to hide okay. as soon as I see them and like have my sword at the ready if you know some someone's gonna try out try and mess with me. Yeah, there's some this is like the loading dock area of the backstage, right? On the way to get to the stage. So there's a lot of moving crates and things like that. So you jump behind one of those and get your sword at the ready. Teddy, you stay in there? Am I able to move with her, or do I have to stay stationary in this chokehold? You can move a little bit with her. Like, if I did my little take cover edge, could I, like, pull her down with me and, like, hold her there? Yeah, yeah, take cover. You could pull her down with you. Um, and I, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. So, yeah, then, then these two, Rex Walker and Silas Salt, come down. Katie, did you have something to say? I just wanted to try something. Annie's going to try to get to wherever's the best spot to be heard. Okay. That's in the, yeah, that's in the sand lot. Are you jumping, yeah. jumping in, in there? I'm, I'm jumping in. Okay. Yeah. You, you jump onto the stage as the band is clearing off. Good for them. Dot, are you, are you following this commotion? I think I definitely am. Cause I, I assume at this point it's kind of safe for me to emerge that I am not the direct target anymore (laughs) yeah i think they were definitely looking for you after the chancellor thing but right now they are in a state of of panic so none of these guards are actively searching so yeah you wander over and you see you see silas salt and rex walker step into the situation they they have they were out in the audience and they say they had seen these uh, these bombs be thrown and they hear the people like screaming out ahead so they they exchange a couple words and you see Rex walk onto the stage and Silas stays here and talks to the guards and asks what went wrong one of the guards is shaken obviously but it's like the the the, the, the girl there 
and and points to you ducked behind a couple boxes and Silas approaches and he looks at you and he looks at Teal and he goes get up I do <laughs> yeah you stand up still still holding on to Teal and she once again tries to struggle out of your grip someone else restrain her and the the guards come over and, and, and take her from you. Ted, I didn't expect to see you here. Yeah, well, I saw the flyer, so figured I should check it out. And what are you doing backstage? Well, you got a big bird in that cage, and that's uh, kind of concerning for us little guys. So you've seen the delivery... Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Well, um, no worries. You know then that you might not be making it out of here alive. Uh, are, are you aware of that too? Are you, are you planning on making it out of here alive? You see the, uh, the sort of the loading dock where you all had come in, um, close behind Dot as like two of the guards pull the doors closed. Are your friends here? Ted. And he looks around. Dot, where are you? I don't know. You tell me, bud. I mean, you're 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 pretty close. You've walked inside inside mm-hmm. the backstage area. Can so I you're probably roll around. Are you hiding? Genius. While I'm sitting back there, because I'm a sure. fucking genius. Sure. What is the? Hey, wasn't Dot outside to prevent this very thing from happening? From yeah, she walked theater? outside because of the commotion. Yeah, yeah. Or she walked mm-hmm. inside because of the commotion. <laughs> Interesting. This is going well. Uh, that's a nine. And it, it's choose up to two usable anytime in a scene while you're still in danger. So I'm going to choose logical, which is you realize an effective way to dispose of the threat, deal plus one harm whenever you exploit it, and quick thinker, which is you realize how to protect yourself from harm, treat it as if you rolled a success on avoid harm whenever you exploit it. Awesome. But other than that, you're kind of just keeping your distance but staying there? He looks yeah. around. Does he see you? I don't think so. I'm at least trying to be hidden, I guess. Okay, yeah, that's fine. He looks around. Teddy, are your friends here? Is my son here? I have the right to remain silent, and I'm just going to be silent after that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, I have the urge to (laughs) dispose of you more efficiently, but I don't really have to. Enjoy the show. And he starts to walk back towards the door where him and Rex had come from. Can I try to stalk behind him? Sure. Without hopefully being noticed. Okay. By him. Yeah, you do that. He opens the door back up to the audience and then closes it behind him. I'm going to knock on the door. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you knock and the guards come open it. I'm here to see Silas Salt. Silas stands and and walks over to the door. Atticus, I was hoping you were maybe smarter than your friends. Stop the show, please. I can't do that. You are one of the most powerful men in heart. You can do anything. Let me rephrase it then. I won't do that. If you don't, you're not leaving here alive. Atticus, we can get you somewhere safe 
You don't have to go down with the ship. Are you willing to go down with the ship? Of course not. We have measures taken to avoid these sorts of things. Can we sit? Have of course. A proper discussion. Of course, please. Any gestures to take Rex's seat? Can you please just tell me why the bird? Why are you feeding the bird? Why why are you killing all of these people? Atticus, I've tried to invite you to the well, invite you to the table. I've tried to let you in on the secret. You're the one that chose not to be a part of our team. I feel I feel out of place. Sometimes I, I can't help but think I've made the wrong a wrong decision. Leaving the family, not taking on the burden of being one who knows. I can't help but feel like it's just too late at this point. Atticus, it it's not too late. Do you do you mean that, or are you just telling me right now? Well, I could ask you the same question. You're faced with death, is is this your way out? Or do you really want to come back? I've been living in shitholes and dealing with the lessers of heart. I don't know if I can continue it. It's disgusting. Well, then, Atticus, we will wash those disgusting things away from you. Consider this a fresh start. Watch the main event we have planned, and you will see all those things go away. Okay. And you sit and you hear Rex say something to the crowd. Uh, he's, he's trying to calm everyone. Everyone, please, please return to your seats. Um, some, some, some of the mechanisms have, have gone awry. And so we apologize for that inconvenience. Uh, we promise the, the show will begin in, in just a, uh, a few moments. And it's Annie, you, mm-hmm. I think Annie, you have just jumped over the, the railing and into the sandpit onto the stage. Yeah, okay, I'm going to use an advantage I haven't used yet. I'm going to use backstab. Can I go for like his Achilles tendon or something that isn't going to kill him? Okay, with with what sort of weapon? Uh, I'll take a scalpel for my bag. Okay. Eight. Eight? Uh-oh. Okay, that's a mixed success. So I think you tell me, Do you do you think this like hurts him, but he grabs you? in response to like falling or like, you know, as he falls, or do you think we'll, we'll just leave a vague you're beset upon by a new threat. Which of those do you think? Well, I'm, I, I'm pretty concerned about what the new threat would be. Okay. Um, I will deal with the new threat. I'm going to get his ass down. You hear him cry out in pain and then fall and hit the sand as you run over to the sound equipment. Yeah. And I'm just going to, yell into it they're all lying you need to get out any way you can go backstage that thing is here to kill you yeah and i think to that rex looks around and the audience doesn't scream here in fact they are silent mostly for just a second and rex looks over in that second to the guards on the side of the stage and he gives them a nod and 
Ted and Dot, you see them take off the tarp from this cage. What are you guys doing? That thing's gonna fucking kill all of us. What are you being paid? They said we wouldn't get hurt, no matter what. No, hold on, hold on, though. But you know you're gonna be causing, like, a lot of innocent people to get hurt? Look, we can all get out of here alive, all of us, but we gotta work fucking together. These motherfuckers do not have our best interests in mind. And the only way that's ever gonna change is if we come together and tell these motherfuckers to fuck off. He looks at you, and he goes... I I gotta prioritize my family. Uh, how many guards are in here, Blake? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's eight. Really? We decided that my sidearm has eight bullets in it, correct? That's tr- I believe we did say that. <laughs> Can you take a look at lightning fast super quick? Lightning fast. When you move unexpectedly fast in combat roll plus violence, one of them is engage in combat with every opponent within reach of your weapon as a single attack. If you're attacking with a firearm, this uses all its ammo. Right. So I have eight shots and eight targets. That's so good. Bro just unveils the fact that he's a (laughs) crack shot. (laughs) What the? Yeah. So yeah, lightning fast. Go ahead and roll the plus violence for lightning fast. Okay. Please. Yeah, that'll do it. That's uh, 11. Okay. So you have this edge. Yeah. And you he... you draw your, your sidearm mm-hmm. and go ahead and roll engage in combat against all eight <laughs> of the guards that are, are here. Okay. Please be good. Uh, how do you feel about a 15? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So a, a, a huge success. They have just taken down the tarp and this guy is like, Hey, I got to think about my family. Are these rubber bullets, Ted? Yeah, I'm going to go with the rubber here. I'm going to try to be a good person. Okay. You unload your clip and quick fire all eight of them, uh, bringing them to their knees. You see the vulture, like, look at them fall and then look up and just stare you in the eyes, Ted. Uh, and then you, <laughs> then you hear something. You hear... Uh, screaming coming from the room that they had taken teal into Uh, yeah i think the door like basically starts to melt um (laughs) i do think i want to use my edge that you realize an effective way to dispose of the threat okay you see this acidic plague monster uh that you had seen underneath the manor leave now uh out of this dressing room uh headed towards you and ted and the cart and the stage you realize an effective way to deal with this let's see so would you like to would you prefer the vulture or or teal i know one run (laughs) um (laughs) i guess teal because teal okay um how to deal with teal um well, last time that you had dealt with this figure, Teal or this this blob went towards the nearest threat at the moment and didn't seem to have a preference for where she was causing destruction. So wild goose chase. So I lead her on a wild so goose chase of me. If you wanted to 
run uh, and distract her or, you know, change her target, then that would be a more effective way of at least stopping her. I guess I'll do that, yeah. Shit. Okay, so you're like running running past her and trying to lead her to the side? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you do that and you and you see as she starts to follow Dot. Atticus, you you hear the the screaming start from the crowd. Um it's it's patchy, you know, nothing huge has happened, but um some people are trying to run. You see the doors have been completely shut and locked. And Silas, he reaches into his pocket, into his his jacket pocket, and he pulls out a note, and he hands it to you. I read the note. He says, he says, this was a um, notification of correspondence that we received today, and the note says very simply, it's like you know something they would hand to Silas to tell him, you know, it's not someone like writing a letter to him, but it's something they would hand to Silas to be like, hey, this is what's happening. Here's the update on the, you know, war front or whatever. The note says, we have failed in our communication attempts with the crown. What? That, that's that? all it says with the crown? Yeah, that's what it says. What? What is the crown? Atticus... If you come back, if you are serious about this, you will see that the world that you are in is small. What does this have to do with killing them? In due time, Atticus. Um, and he, Silas takes the, the note back and puts it in his pocket again. Ted, you have just incapacitated these eight guards and... You see now that the vulture is doing something that I don't think you've seen before. I think Dot saw it happen. And what that thing is, is it looks like it is Uh-oh. splitting apart. Mm-hmm. That's the bad thing. It's not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. So, um, yeah, you see, like, you see the feathers start to quiver in a weird way and expand. What are you doing? Yeah, so I'm going to load up. I assume my rifle is filled with the rubber bullets, so I'll put in the mag of the lethal rounds okay. in case I need to start shooting these vultures, which is what I'm worried about. Okay. Um, Annie, up on the stage, or, or down down on the stage, sorry, Rex starts to pick himself up a little and like limp, limp over to you. He goes, you again. Are you doing anything right now as he's like limping over to you? Uh, backing away. I can yeah. move faster than him at this point. That's true. I'm not going to let true. him touch me. Yeah. He just limps towards you. Um, and then he just goes over to the sound system and he's like, everyone remain calm. But he looks over and sees, and you see too as you see him look, that the vulture's metamorphosis has begun. I'll look him in the eyes and say, I face these things several times before there's no getting out of this if i'm going down you're coming with me that's where you've got us wrong we've been making improvements uh atticus silas turns to you and he goes he looking down at, at annie in the stage atticus 
How badly do you need your friends? I I think if given the opportunity, they, they could view a certain situation critically. I think it could take some convincing, and I think it's going to take me some convincing as well, but they're not stupid. Right. Well, um, if they don't get in the way anymore, and they let the main event occur, then we can mark them too, to be spared. Just give me one second. I'm going to run down the stairs. Okay, yeah, you run down as you hear this like terrible screeching sound, and a hush falls over the crowd as you hear the vulture screech and extend its wings through the the bars of the cage and its feathers on the sides of its wings emerge as unique vultures um as you as you as you run down there Atticus I kind of burst I'm going to burst open the door yeah and Ted and you see Ted reload reload his gun and then point them at each of the vultures it's hopeless. I-, I found a way out. Come with me. Uh, we-, we can save all these people? I- yes, we can. You just have to come with me right now. Okay. That sounds pretty <laughs> perfect. Okie dokie. Yep. I'll follow. Thank God. I didn't know what... Oh, wait. Uh, thank whatever the fuck is out there. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Um, and you see as these vultures extend off of this thing's body and in a a blinding monsoon of black they sweep out at once into the crowd and Annie are you are you running from the stage yeah I'll run after Atticus yeah yeah then I think the the (laughs) you run after them right as the vulture sort of like swoop right above your head and now you hear the terrible screams from the crowd and you hear the flapping of wings. And if you listen hard enough, you feel like you can maybe even hear the ripping sounds. You hear this as you as you run. Um, Dottie, you, you circling back around? Yeah, but I am notably being chased by Teal at this point. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I think, you, I think <laughs> what happens fast. is you scream towards her and you see Teal... Uh, blocking like most of the backstage area with Dot on the other side of her. I mean, Blake, if I hear the the gore happening, I'm gonna at least stop and be like, Atticus, what what's the fucking plan? People are dying. What do we do? Just uh, um. You see Silas open the door and just calmly start to walk down the steps. Uh, instinctually, I'm just gonna point my gun at him. I think. He goes. Atticus, I thought you had reined in your friends. Says, staring down the barrel of Ted's gun. Um, Ted, it's too late for them, but we can do something greater. There's something more. What, what the fuck are you talking, talking about? about? These are innocent people. There's there's children out there that are being killed by these things. Ted. Silas, call them off. I'm afraid it's a bit late for that. Ted... Ted, there is nothing we can do. We were too late. It is time to shift gears. Okay, Dot is still out there. We can still save her. Only her. Father, please, can you mark us? Mark Dot. How does that work? 
Yeah, yeah. He he starts to walk over and he sees Teal and he he he, he sort of freaks out for a second and then and then calms himself down. Uh, oh, she's like her. right here. Or she's like no, no, she's like further down the hallway. But I think he runs oh. over there. But I think he's gonna try to lead her into the dressing room, um, where she had come from, giving you Dot a chance to like run around her. And then yeah, you see like like thirty seconds later, he comes back out of that dressing room and and shuts the door behind him. You hear now that the flapping of wings has mostly subsided and you don't hear any screams anymore. You hear just the occasional ripping sound. You see Silas come out and like clean his hands off. Well, I'm glad to see you all came to your senses. Fuck you. Very calm. Can we see, I mean, in all of our Groundhog Day shenanigans, we never really got to see the aftermath. What no. does that look like? Yeah, you walk over to that alleyway, and you are looking up into the stands, and you see these thousands of, of vultures and thousands of corpses just laying in the stands. And you see these birds just picking apart the remains. You see some of them fighting over bodies. You see their their black feathers are, are covered in blood. Their beaks are just dripping with entrails and the whole stadium reeks of that, that blood smell. Um, you you want to roll keep it together for me? <laughs> yeah, this feels like uh, the time to do it. Nine? Uh, on a nine, you become angry, sad, scared, guilt-ridden, obsessed, or distracted. Gotta go angry here. Okay. So you take minus one stability. I probably just freeze and, like, you know, just, like, my brain is taking in too much information for me to handle and just, like, stand there a few seconds too long, even though I hate what I'm looking at. Yeah. And then just kind of, like, stumble backwards and just go back towards the group but my hand is like glued to my holster pretty much like I'm very I'm not in good shape right now uh, Silas comes over to you all and he has a little uh, needle in his hand and he goes um, just if you'll all extend your arms you, you'll need this Harden? No, uh, no I'm not gonna do that um, I will he pierces it into Atticus. The cleanup stage is happening soon, and you might want this. What is it? It's a mark. It's this or death. I think Dot trusts Atticus and extends arm. Yeah, then Dot, he pricks you on the arm. Um, Ted, Annie, not too long to make this decision. I'll take the needle from him and do it myself. Okay. Ted? Okay, I'll take it from her, and I'll walk up to Silas and give it back to him, and I'll, I'll show him my arm. Yeah, okay, he pricks you in the arm. And then, uh, I'm sorry, Alex, but I'm going to pull out my gun, put it to his chin, and shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah. You, hey, you... Blake? Yeah? How does Daredevil work here, harming my opponent before they can react? I'm trying to make a disarming attack. I Disarming. I I think Atticus, you've been around Ted enough to know maybe 
he's got that that look in his eyes. <laughs> I feel like I'd be on guard with Ted walking up to him anyway. I think yeah, I think since you both have edges which are letting you perform an attack, I think let's I think both of you roll Ted, you roll to engage in combat, and uh, Atticus, you roll uh, act under pressure. That's pretty good. That's a 12. It's an 11. An 11. Yeah. So Atticus, yeah, you lunge forward, and you're just barely too late as Ted pushes the pistol up to Silas and no hesitation pulls the trigger. You smack it out of his hand and immediately have that thought that you had seen him load it with, with rubber bullets, but you look down and and something must have changed as you see your father dead on the ground, bleeding from the back of his head onto the ground below him, spilling into the sand. What have you done? We're already marked. Throw him in the fucking gore and let the vultures take him apart. They won't know. You fucking idiot. And, I mean, unless I'm being restrained, I want to try to pick up the body. Don't touch him. You've ruined this. He's ruined this? Can't you see there was so much more? We couldn't help these people, but maybe we could have done something further down the line. The cycle will continue, you fucking idiots. I let I him saved you. I waited. I saved you, and he saved us. And above all, that was for me to do. I know, and that's the only part about this that I'm sorry about. I should kill you where you fucking stand. You selfish fucking prick. You've killed us all. We might as well just go out there and join the fucking bodies. Go go look at us would rather have done that anyway, Atticus. Atticus, then do go it. Look at what your father left behind and tell I'll me pull out the derringer and put it to Annie's head and say, "Say that again." Oh God. Say that again. Would you prefer to be out there? I can make that happen right now. You've set us back to before where we started. Do you know what kind of convincing it took? What kind of steps I had to stoop down to to convince him we could do this? Would you have rather have joined them? You, you, you all see a figure crawling out from this like alleyway where the cart is and you see Rex just trying to like pick himself up and just like leaning against the wall his his foot just bleeding leading a trail of blood behind him in the sand so he leans up against the wall and looks at the scene ahead of him I'll just storm over to him and take my anger out on him instead put ex- the gun exactly where I had it on Annie okay I think yeah, well, I think as you as you walk up, he goes, "Whoa, whoa, yeah. Atticus! I, 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 this is not. We we can talk about this." Do you have any last words? My last words are, "You you are the next salt in line, and I can tell you what your father would have." Finger on the trigger. I hesitate. Start talking. Uh, what? Um um, why why? As I see him <sighs> hesitating and stumbling. I see an opportunity here, and I'll put the gun away. I'll put it back okay. in my wrist. Stay here, won't you? And I'll walk back to the group. Maybe not all is lost. I have... I just think we could get some answers here. There's something bigger than us. I have no love for my father. I'm not angry for his death. 
and I'm angry for the answers we've lost. Annie, can you please tend to Mr. Walker over there? Fine. I'll walk up to Rex and just look down at him and say, I'm a doctor. My friend over there is a cop. I know how to break every bone in your body, and he can do it for me. So, don't try to run. Not in much shape to run. Yeah, yeah. I'm not stitching him up, I'm not doing whatever. I'm just making sure it doesn't get infected or bleed out. Sure. Atticus, do you want to say anything to your dad? Because I think it's smartest if we dispose of the body. No. Let him rot. And with that, I'll pick him up, and Blake, I want to throw him out of the box to just, like, land amongst what he caused. Okay. Yeah, you do. You you walk up the stairs to the box seat and, and dump his body into the crowd among the, the piles of corpses. And you see, amidst the black feathers, you see his body just blend in with the rest. You see, with the blood soaking his clothes, he doesn't look much different than all the other corpses. You hear a door open, and uh, Teal walks out, and... Uh, fuck, did I... No. I'll ask what happened later. But Rex is, is, is patched up now, and he, he limps back over to the group. Blake, out of, out of curiosity, were the guards that said they were promised to be saved, was that truthful? Um, yeah, I was actually, I was uh, meaning to get to that, and I forgot, so thank you. Um, you hear some flapping of wings again, and you see the guards start to get up that had been incapacitated by Ted. And then you see just streaks of black just at blinding speed go up and pin them against the wall and you hear screaming from from these guards again the guards up in the box all of them as they are one by one killed in front of you you see one of the vultures that's fighting over a body turns its head and looks at you Ted before turning back and returning to the body that's what the mark does. This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know what to do at this yeah. point. I, I don't either. We need well, we to got go, Rex. but... Yeah, yeah, we got Rex. Where? Rex goes, I can arrange a carriage. One driver, and only the driver knows. Right. You're not gonna kill me after all this is over, Right. You had better explain yourself pretty well. Yeah, well, I can do that. I can I can try. Were there any of those marks in the syringes left? Could I have taken one? Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. He leads you out of the back entrance, and he has people waiting in a building nearby, and he arranges for a carriage with one driver. You all pile into the carriage and you look behind you at the Dust Bowl, at the stadium that you know is still likely filled to the brim with these 
vultures with these corpses. You see the the other men that Rex left behind go now into the back entrance, likely to perform some sort of cleanup. It's an eerie sight to leave that, as you just hear the wheels on sand. As you all are heading into the innermost part of the city, as Rex is taking you to his home. On the carriage ride there, he goes, Atticus, your father had said that he wanted you to take up the mantle. He said he had you and your friends in mind. We have some needs that need to be met. I will explain everything when we get there. But for now, um, just prepare yourself. There's a lot you don't know. The long and short of it is, heart is not unique. Heart is one of many cities. The problem is communication between those cities has proved to be quite the challenge and we just lost our last team. So we're going to have to send you all outside the mists. <laughs>